Good morning and welcome to the very first edition of the Big Van Revival podcast. My name is John Kurzawa. Thank you very much for joining me on this inaugural edition. Uh, this edition is uh, actually just going to be kind of a, a little bit more of a, a shorter background uh, to let you know what this is all about and what you can expect to hear on the Big Van Revival podcast. Thank you very much to everybody that is listening to this right now. Thank you to uh, my supporters on Periscope over the last year that have really helped me get to this point to uh, bring, bring this podcast to you and uh, hopefully be able to reach out to more people as we are doing this. Uh, the Big Van Revival, uh, let's give a quick background on this, and if you've heard the story before, I'm going to apologize. It was actually birthed out of an idea uh, from about a year ago. Uh, I am based in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and uh, I have been uh, actively involved with my church and uh, a number of different things, but I was blessed with the opportunity last November to uh, be able to go minister to the Milwaukee Rescue Mission. And I uh, went with a group of people from a small group at our church, and we, uh, we were leading a chapel for a group of about 150 men at the Milwaukee Rescue Mission. And I was giving, uh, I was giving the main message. And it, it really kind of hit me to talk about personal revival. And you know, we think about revival in so many different ways of you know, the, the big tent revivals of, you know, of the old school days of how people used to uh, sit, you know, in their suits at nice dresses and listen to a minister just preach from the bottom of his heart with so much energy for hours and hours and hours in a big tent. Well, we don't do that anymore. And I had been doing, I had been doing scopes from inside my van for a while, uh, inspired by uh, Scott Williams on Periscope, who was, you know, he did a lot of driving scope, so I was inspired by that. And it just kind of hit me that, you know, I need to continue on with this. So I started the hashtag Big Van Revival because the vehicle I was doing these in, it's a, it's a big 12-passenger uh, 2004 Ford E150 van. So it just kind of made sense to do the Big Van Revival. So that's where it started, and <clears throat> it's been continuing on for about a year, and decided I wanted to take it to a whole nother level. That, you know, I, I have my, my regulars that watch, um, they will jump in and comment, I'll get some new people in, but I really wanted to take it to another level where I could reach out to other people, and we could really get more, more interaction going on. So, uh, the idea had popped up probably about eight months ago to do a podcast, and I wasn't really sure how I wanted to do it, uh, and, and I just, you know, I, I put the idea off on the side, and it was actually just this past weekend that the idea popped up again from one of my new viewers on Periscope, and this person was like, hey, listen, you really should do a podcast. Like, all right, you know what? I, I'm feeling called to do it. We're going to go ahead and do it. So here we are with the brand new podcast, The Big Van Revival. Uh, this is going to be on Patreon as well. Uh, so if, uh, if you're not familiar with Patreon, it's a platform for uh, creators of all sorts to 
uh, get support from from viewers, from listeners, from people that want to support. Um, my Patreon page, it's patreon.com backslash John Kurzawa. So um, <coughs> if you are familiar with me at all, if you see my name anywhere, um, that's what my username is. It's on uh, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Periscope, Patreon. It's all the same thing, John Kurzawa. It's all about personal branding. So I'm uh, going to be creating uh, some different tiers uh, for support. Uh, what is the money going towards? Well, it's going towards improving these podcasts, honestly, uh, to get you know certain levels of uh, different just minor equipment uh, for hosting, for different things like that. <coughs> so all of that is going to be available on Patreon as we get this going. Uh, different levels of support. Uh, once the support starts coming in, there's going to be some special exclusives for Patreon supporters. And depending on what level we get to, and I, I want to credit Ollie Davis and, or I'm sorry, yeah, Ollie Davis and Luke Owen from Wrestle Talk um, for giving me the idea for this as well. Um, my ideas all come from a, a lot of uh, different areas, a lot of great areas. So expect. I'm planning on at least two podcasts a week, hopefully three. We'll see how things shake out. Uh, this very first one, I'm actually toying around with something on my iPad to see how well it's going to work, and we're going to see if it does work out. Uh, musical interludes, some sound effects, things like that. I do have the availability on this software that I'm using to actually be able to bring in other people, which would be awesome. So uh, that's kind of it. That, that's kind of the breakdown on what's going to be happening here. It's going to be <coughs> faith-based. It's going to be uh, driven by uh, different devotionals and Bible verses that I read, just really offering encouragement and support for you out there, whatever, whatever you may be going through in your life. So again, connect with me on Periscope, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Snapchat. It is all John Kurzawa. It's J-O-N-K-U-R-O-Z. AWA, and you can look me up on Patreon as well. Uh, we've got the $5 a month and the $25 a month levels right now. Might be adding a few more kind of in between 10 and 20. We shall see uh, see how it all works out. Um, also, we have uh, I've set up a email address. It's bigvanrevival at gmail.com. You can get a hold of me directly. You can um, send your prayer requests, whatever. Um, as we get going here, might actually have a phone number available for you to call and leave messages as well. Well, that is all for right now. I'm John Kurzawa. Thank you very much for tuning in for this introductory episode of the Big Van Revival podcast. I will be back soon. Have a great day, everybody. God loves you. I love you. Aloha and mahalo. I am John. Thank you very much for tuning in today. Uh, this is episode number two of the Big Van Revival podcast. I'm really excited to be able to have this available now on a multitude of different channels. Uh, Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. So thank you very much for tuning in and joining. <coughs> the focus of today's podcast is really about focusing on what God wants us to do. And taking our focus off of things that are unnecessary and putting it where he wants us to be. So many times in life, we, we get distracted. We get distracted by so many different things, <coughs> excuse me, 
so many different things in the world, cell phones, television, people, activities, we get so distracted by things and we get so flooded with so much different information as well. So much information that is really so hard for us to discern many times. And what we need to do in the process of all this is we are taking in all of this information <coughs> is focusing in on what God is trying to communicate to us, what God is trying to tell us in these messages to be able to discern what is right and what is wrong, what is good information and what is not good information. Uh, that, that is really a big thing is information that we are getting is not always correct. It's not always right for us. Um, I, I hate to use this as an example, but I'm going to just because of the time, <laughs> excuse me, the timeliness of it is the midterm elections. We are coming up on elections on Tuesday, and I am not going to be talking about any specific races or anything like that because that's not what this is about. But think about political ads and how much information we get. One party is saying something about their candidate or against somebody else. The other party is saying opposite things and trying to put it against one another. How do you know what is the truth? How do you know what is factual, what is real, and what is not? Well, the same can be said about any other information that is fed into us. But the one thing that we know for certain that is true is that God's Word is the truth. Without a doubt, there are no lies in the Bible. God does not speak anything that is untrue. So we should know that whatever is said in the Bible, it is God's Word, and God's Word is the truth. Now, I know there's going to be people out there that <coughs> are going to be disputing that. Well, how do you know it's the truth? It's because it's what I believe. Not that just what I have been taught. It is what I believe in my heart. And there are many Christians that believe the same exact thing. But there are other people that are believers out there. Yes, there is interpretation. Interpretation can be taken in so many different levels. Um, for the podcast listeners right now, I am actually, as I am recording this, I am broadcasting live on Periscope. So there are comments and questions coming in on Periscope. <clears throat> and yes, there is interpretation. I actually just got into this discussion with somebody else on Periscope. On somebody else's scope today, we were talking about uh, different pastors and different uh, speakers that, you know, national and global speakers that, you know, are on television, on the internet, you know, on YouTube, whatever it may be. And the way we interpret the Bible, <coughs> everybody's individual interpretation is different. That's the thing. There are many people that misinterpret what the Bible is saying. I'm not saying that I am perfect at because I certainly am not. There are many things that I do not understand. And I will tend to listen to other people that I think are a little bit smarter than I am, a little bit more versed than I am when it comes to what is in the Bible. And are their interpretations correct? I don't know. But I follow my heart. I follow what I believe God is telling me through 
through these messages. And I could be wrong. I really could be wrong on a lot of these things. But again, our interpretation, you know, thank you for bringing that up, our interpretation of what is being said in the Bible could be different than what other people think. If you think about it, I was just teaching this a couple of weeks ago to our uh, third through fifth grade boys at church through our WANA program, and we were talking about the Bible. And I said, you know, the interpretation that we read, our church goes with the New International Version, the NIV Version. And that is a version that I don't even know how many times over the last 2,000 years, <coughs> excuse me, that the Bible has been translated. How many different times has it been translated? Dozens? Hundreds of times? I don't know. I'd have to do some research on that. But over the course of interpretations and you know, changing languages, obviously things get lost in the translation. Anytime you translate something from one language to another, there's something lost in the translation or something that gets changed in the translation. And I can guarantee you that has happened with the Bible as well, is that things have changed as it has gone from, you know, from Greek and Aramaic to, you know, down the line to English. And we have, you know, old English, you know, from the, you know, 13, 14, 1500s to current modern day English now. And even changing it from the King James Version to, you know, the ESV or the NIV or the NIRV, any of those things, there have been things that have changed and have been lost in translation. You can take a look at Eugene Peterson's The Message, which is a completely different translation of the Bible. All of those things can be looked at differently. But circling back to the beginning here, it is putting our focus on God and getting away from the distractions, getting away from things that are taking us away from his word so we can understand it. That's why it's so important. Uh, if you are one that reads the Bible on a daily basis, congratulations to you. That is fantastic. Uh, that is something that every Bible-believing Christian should be doing is reading portions of the Bible every single day going through his word and even if you've done it before if you have completed it if you've read every single word in every single book and chapter of the bible that is fantastic but do you stop there no you continue on you go and do it again and that's what you should be doing but as you're doing it don't just read it to read it don't just read it going off of well, you know, this this is what my app tells me. I need to be reading, you know, Psalm Psalm 23 verses, you know, 11 through 30 or you know, 1 John 1, all of 1 John 1. You don't just read it. You have to begin to try getting an understanding of it. And the only way we could do that is putting our focus on God and asking him for his help, asking him for his for help in understanding what he is trying to tell you in that message, in those moments. 
that is something for a long time I did not do. I've actually been recently starting to do that more of as I'm going into something, asking for God to provide me with the clear heart and the clear mind so I can understand what he is trying to tell me. Because I can tell you from personal experience that whenever I am reading a Bible verse, whenever I am reading a story, a parable, whatever it may be out of the Bible, something that will pop up on my timeline or in a devotion I'm reading or something, it is speaking to me. It is God trying to teach me something every single day. But without asking for that understanding, without asking for him to fill me up with the Holy Spirit so I can completely understand what it is that he is trying to tell me, it's just going to be words that I listen to or words that I read, and it's not going to make any sense as far as how God wants me to understand it. And again, it's that focus. It's putting that focus on what he is trying to tell us. And so much of that comes down to, again, limiting the distractions that you have. One of the things that I am trying to do now, which I have been taught by a couple of different people, is you know, before you even do anything else in the morning, as soon as you wake up, get into prayer with God. Get into prayer with Him immediately before you start doing anything else. Let let speaking with Him and getting in communication with Him be the very first thing that you do of the day. And realistically, it should be the very last thing that you do too. You start with God, you end with God, you have them all throughout the day. But you have them at the beginning and you have them at the end of the day. The other thing I've tried to do, and I've been doing okay with it over the last couple of weeks, is my church has a great app and we have Bible reading that we do every day, well, Monday through Friday, leading up to whatever the sermon's message is going to be. And I am trying to be much more diligent in actually reading that. I get done with my prayer before I check anything else on my phone, before I check my email, any of my social media, any of that, I go immediately to that app. I go immediately to the Bible reading for that day. And I read that and I fill myself up with, with God's word and what he is trying to tell me. And it doesn't just end there. I continue on. You know, I have a multitude of different devotionals that I get emailed. Um, there's usually one or two that I gravitate to right away uh, just because they are shorter. The Jesus Calling devotion is fantastic, even though I've got the book. I love looking at those emails because it gives a short message and then it gives the Bible verse for the day. Tony Dungy's uh, The Dungy Family Foundation, they send out fantastic ones as well. I read into those. There's a, a number of different ones that I'll gravitate to, and it really, it's different every single day. But it's a, a great habit to get into, because before you know it, that, that routine of that, it's just going to come natural to you, of the first thing you're doing before you wake up, or when you wake up is you're in prayer. Whether it's a silent prayer or it's a spoken prayer, you are starting your day off in communication with the Lord. And then you are reading his word. You're getting into his word and doing that. 
and closing out your day then. Uh, that's a little bit harder for me because I'm one of those people I need to have I need to have some background noise when I'm going to bed so the TV is on and I get distracted by that. So I haven't been as good at that as I'd like to be. It's something I'm working on. But it's eliminating those distractions. It's putting your focus where it needs to be. And that really is a difficult thing to do as busy and crazy and cluttered of a society that we live in right now where again you know i am i am broadcasting this on periscope right now on a smartphone i am recording this on an app right now on my ipad and well i call it the big van revival for a reason because if you're watching this live on periscope you know i'm driving so I got a lot of distractions going on right now. And there's going to be people out there that are saying, well, what, John, why are you doing this? Why are you doing it this way? Well, this is just the way I do it. But again, a multitude of different distractions. But for you to be able to focus on what God's purpose is for you, what God, God's plan is for you, and what he is trying to tell you, you need to eliminate as many of those distractions as you can as you are trying to find out and you are trying to understand what it is that God is speaking to you. I want to thank each and every one of you that has been, uh, that is listening to today's podcast. I thank you very much uh, for tuning in. I thank you to my Periscope viewers. Uh, for those of you that are finding me on other areas other than patreon.com, uh, I encourage you, please visit me. Uh, the link should be available on my bio. Uh, wherever you are at or the uh, description of this podcast, but it is patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash John Kurzawa. So the way my name is spelled in this broadcast, that's where you find me on Patreon. Uh, working on some things right there. That is where if you'd like to support this podcast as I'm continuing on with some things, uh, you could do it right there. I would greatly appreciate that. I thank you very much to everybody that is tuning in. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can also find me on Periscope, uh, Periscope TV. I do uh, daily broadcasts of the Big Van Revival. So thank you very much. And as always, remember, God loves you. I love you. Aloha and mahalo. I am John. Thank you very much for tuning in today. Uh, this is episode number two of the Big Van Revival podcast. I'm really excited to be able to have this available now on a multitude of different channels. Uh, Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. So thank you very much for tuning in and joining. <coughs> the focus of today's podcast is really about focusing on what God wants us to do and taking our focus off of things that are unnecessary and putting it where he wants us to be. So many times in life we we get distracted. We get distracted by so many different things. <coughs> Excuse me. So many different things in the world. Cell phones, television, people, activities. We get so distracted by things and we get so flooded with so much different information as well. So much information that 
is really so hard for us to discern many times. And what we need to do in the process of all this is we are taking in all this information (coughs) is focusing in on what God is trying to communicate to us, what God is trying to tell us in these messages to be able to discern what is right and what is wrong, what is good information and what is not good information. Uh, that, that is really a big thing is information that we are getting is not always correct. It's not always right for us. Um, I, I hate to use this as an example, but I'm going to just because of the time, <laughs> excuse me, the timeliness of it is the midterm elections. We are coming up on elections on Tuesday, and I am not going to be talking about any specific races or anything like that because that's not what this is about. But think about political ads and how much information we get. One party is saying something about their candidate or against somebody else. The other party is saying opposite things and trying to put it against one another. How do you know what is the truth? How do you know what is factual, what is real, and what is not? Well, the same can be said about any other information that is fed into us. But the one thing that we know for certain that is true is that God's Word is the truth. Without a doubt, there are no lies in the Bible. God does not speak anything that is untrue. So we should know that whatever is said in the Bible, it is God's Word, and God's Word is the truth. Now, I know there's going to be people out there that (coughs) are going to be disputing that. Well, how do you know it's the truth? It's because it's what I believe. Not that just what I have been taught. It is what I believe in my heart. And there are many Christians that believe the same exact thing. But there are other people that are believers out there Yes, there is interpretation. Interpretation can be taken in so many different levels. Um, For the podcast listeners right now, I am actually, as I am recording this, I am broadcasting live on Periscope. So there are comments and questions coming in on Periscope. And yes, there is interpretation. I actually just got into this discussion with somebody else on Periscope. On somebody else's scope today, we were talking about uh, different pastors and different uh, speakers that, you know, national and global speakers that, you know, are on television, on the internet, you know, on YouTube, whatever it may be. And the way we interpret the Bible, everybody's individual interpretation is different. That's the thing. There are many people that misinterpret what the Bible is saying. I'm not saying that I am perfect at it because I certainly am not. There are many things that I do not understand. And I will tend to listen to other people that I think are a little bit smarter than I am, a little bit more versed than I am when it comes to what is in the Bible. And Are their interpretations correct? I don't know. But I follow my heart. I follow what I believe God is telling me through through these messages and I could be wrong I really could be wrong on a lot of these things but again our interpretation you know thank you for bringing that up our interpretation of what is being said in the Bible could be different than what other people think 
if you think about it, I was just teaching this a couple of weeks ago to our uh, third through fifth grade boys at church through our WANA program, and we were talking about the Bible. And I said, you know, the interpretation that we read, our church goes with the New International Version, the NIV Version. And that is a version that I don't even know how many times over the last 2,000 years, <coughs> excuse me, that the Bible has been translated. How many different times has it been translated? Dozens? Hundreds of times? I don't know. I'd have to do some research on that. But over the course of interpretations and you know, changing languages, obviously things get lost in the translation. Anytime you translate something from one language to another, there's something lost in the translation or something that gets changed in the translation. And I can guarantee you <coughs> that has happened with the Bible as well, is that things have changed as it has gone from, you know, from Greek and Aramaic to, you know, down the line to English. And we have, you know, old English, you know, from the, you know, 13, 14, 1500s to current modern day English now. And even changing it from the King James Version to, you know, the ESV or the NIV or the NIRV. Any of those things, there have been things that have changed and have been lost in translation. You can take a look at Eugene Peterson's The Message, which is a completely different translation of the Bible. All of those things can be looked at differently. But circling back to the beginning here, it is putting our focus on God and getting away from the distractions, getting away from things that are taking us away from His Word so we can understand it. That's why it's so important. Uh, if you are one that reads the Bible on a daily basis, congratulations to you. That is fantastic. Uh, that is something that every Bible-believing Christian should be doing is reading portions of the Bible every single day going through his word and even if you've done it before if you have completed it if you've read every single word in every single book and chapter of the Bible that is fantastic but do you stop there no you continue on you go and do it again and that's what you should be doing but as you're doing it don't just read it to read it don't just read it going off of well, you know, this this is what my app tells me. I need to be reading, you know, Psalm Psalm 23 verses, you know, 11 through 30 or you know, 1 John 1, all of 1 John 1. You don't just read it. You have to begin to try getting an understanding of it. And the only way we can do that is putting our focus on God and asking him for his help, asking him for his for help in understanding what he is trying to tell you in that message, in those moments. That is something for a long time I did not do. I've actually been recently starting to do that more of as I'm going into something, asking for God to provide me with the clear heart and the clear mind so I can understand what he is trying to tell me. Because I can tell you from personal experience that 
whenever I am reading a Bible verse, whenever I am reading a story, a parable, whatever it may be out of the Bible, something that will pop up on my timeline or in a devotion I'm reading or something, it is speaking to me. It is God trying to teach me something every single day. But without asking for that understanding, without asking for Him to fill me up with the Holy Spirit so I can completely understand what it is that He is trying to tell me, it's just going to be words that I listen to or words that I read, and it's not going to make any sense as far as how God wants me to understand it. And again, it's that focus. It's putting that focus on what He is trying to tell us. And so much of that comes down to, again, limiting the distractions that you have. One of the things that I am trying to do now, which I have been taught by a couple of different people, is you know, before you even do anything else in the morning, as soon as you wake up, get into prayer with God. Get into prayer with Him immediately before you start doing anything else. Let let speaking with Him and getting in communication with Him be the very first thing that you do of the day. And realistically, it should be the very last thing that you do too. You start with God, you end with God, you have them all throughout the day. But you have them at the beginning and you have them at the end of the day. The other thing I've tried to do, and I've been doing okay with it over the last couple of weeks, is... My church has a great app, and we have Bible reading that we do every day, well, Monday through Friday, leading up to whatever the sermon's message is going to be. And I am trying to be much more diligent in actually reading that. I get done with my prayer before I check anything else on my phone, before I check my email, any of my social media, any of that. I go immediately to that app. I go immediately to the Bible reading for that day, and I read that, and I fill myself up with, with God's Word and what He is trying to tell me. And it doesn't just end there. I continue on. You know, I have a multitude of different devotionals that I get emailed. Um, there's usually one or two that I gravitate to right away uh, just because they are shorter. The Jesus Calling devotion is fantastic, even though I've got the book. I love looking at those emails because it gives a short message and then it gives the Bible verse for the day. Uh, Tony Dungy's uh, The Dungy Family Foundation, they send out fantastic ones as well. I read into those. There's a, a number of different ones that I'll gravitate to and it really, it's different every single day. But it's a, a great habit to get into because before you know it, that that routine of that, it's just going to come natural to you. Of The first thing you're doing before you wake up or when you wake up is you're in prayer. Whether it's a silent prayer or it's a spoken prayer, you're starting your day off in communication with the Lord. And then you're reading His Word. You're getting into His Word and doing that. And closing out your day then. Uh, that's a little bit harder for me because I'm one of those people I need to have I need to have some background noise when I'm going to bed, so the TV is on and I get distracted by that. So I haven't been as good at that as I'd like to be. It's something I'm working on. 
but it's eliminating those distractions. It's putting your focus where it needs to be. And that really is a difficult thing to do as busy and crazy and cluttered of a society that we live in right now, where, again, you know, I am, I am broadcasting this on Periscope right now on a smartphone. I am recording this on an app right now on my iPad. And, well, I call it the Big Van Revival for a reason, because if you're watching this live on Periscope, you know I'm driving. So I got a lot of distractions going on right now. And there's going to be people out there that are saying, well, what, John, why are you doing this? Why are you doing it this way? Well, this is just the way I do it. But again, a multitude of different distractions. But for you to be able to focus on what God's purpose is for you, what God, God's plan is for you, and what he is trying to tell you, you need to eliminate as many of those distractions as you can as you are trying to find out and you are trying to understand what it is that God is speaking to you. I want to thank each and every one of you that has been uh, that is listening to today's podcast. I thank you very much for tuning in. I thank you to my Periscope viewers. Uh, for those of you that are finding me on other areas other than Patreon.com, uh, I encourage you, please visit me. Uh, the link should be available on my bio, uh, wherever you are at, or the uh, description of this podcast, but it is patreon.com, that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com, backslash John Kurzawa. So the way my name is spelled in this broadcast, that's where you find me on Patreon. Uh, working on some things right there, that is where if you'd like to support this podcast as I'm continuing on with some things, uh, you could do it right there. I would greatly appreciate that. I thank you very much to everybody that is tuning in. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can also find me on Periscope, uh, Periscope TV. I do uh, daily broadcasts of the Big Van Revival. So thank you very much. And as always, remember, God loves you. I love you. Aloha and mahalo. I am John. Thank you very much for tuning in today. Uh, this is episode number two of the Big Van Revival podcast. I'm really excited to be able to have this available now on a multitude of different channels. Uh, Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. So thank you very much for tuning in and joining. <coughs> the focus of today's podcast is really about focusing on what God wants us to do and taking our focus off of things that are unnecessary and putting it where he wants us to be. So many times in life we we get distracted. We get distracted by so many different things. <coughs> Excuse me. So many different things in the world. Cell phones, television, people, activities. We get so distracted by things and we get so flooded with so much different information as well. So much information that is really so hard for us to discern many times. And what we need to do in the process of all of this is we are taking in all of this information <coughs> is focusing in on what God is trying to communicate to us, what God is trying to tell us in these messages 
to be able to discern what is right and what is wrong, what is good information and what is not good information. Uh, that, that is really a big thing is information that we are getting is not always correct. It's not always right for us. Um, I, I hate to use this as an example, but I'm going to just because of the time, <coughs> excuse me, the timeliness of it is the midterm elections. We are coming up on elections on Tuesday, and I am not going to be talking about any specific races or anything like that because that's not what this is about. But think about political ads and how much information we get. One party is saying something about their candidate or against somebody else. The other party is saying opposite things and trying to put it against one another. How do you know what is the truth? How do you know what is factual, what is real, and what is not? Well, the same can be said about any other information that is fed into us. But the one thing that we know for certain that is true is that God's Word is the truth. Without a doubt, there are no lies in the Bible. God does not speak anything that is untrue. So we should know that whatever is said in the Bible, it is God's Word, and God's Word is the truth. Now, I know there's going to be people out there that <coughs> are going to be disputing that. Well, how do you know it's the truth? It's because it's what I believe. Not that just what I have been taught. It is what I believe in my heart. And there are many Christians that believe the same exact thing. But there are other people that are believers out there Yes, there is interpretation. Interpretation can be taken in so many different levels. Um, for the podcast listeners right now, I am actually, as I am recording this, I am broadcasting live on Periscope. So there are comments and questions coming in on Periscope. <coughs> and yes, there is interpretation. I actually just got into this discussion with somebody else on Periscope. On somebody else's scope today, we were talking about uh, different pastors and different uh, speakers that, you know, national and global speakers that, you know, are on television, on the internet, you know, on YouTube, whatever it may be. And the way we interpret the Bible, everybody's individual interpretation is different. That's the thing. There are many people that misinterpret what the Bible is saying. I'm not saying that I am perfect at because I certainly am not. There are many things that I do not understand. And I will tend to listen to other people that I think are a little bit smarter than I am, a little bit more versed than I am when it comes to what is in the Bible. And are their interpretations correct? I don't know. But I follow my heart. I follow what I believe God is telling me through through these messages and I could be wrong I really could be wrong on a lot of these things but again our interpretation you know thank you for bringing that up our interpretation of what is being said in the Bible could be different than what other people think if you think about it I was just teaching this a couple of weeks ago to our uh, third through fifth grade boys at church through our WANA program and we were talking about the Bible I said, you know, the interpretation that we read, our church goes with the New International Version, the NIV Version. 
And that is a version that I don't even know how many times over the last 2,000 years, <coughs> excuse me, that the Bible has been translated. How many different times has it been translated? Dozens? Hundreds of times? I don't know. I'd have to do some research on that. But over the course of interpretations and you know, changing languages, obviously things get lost in the translation. Anytime you translate something from one language to another, there's something lost in the translation or something that gets changed in the translation. And I can guarantee you <coughs> that has happened with the Bible as well, is that things have changed as it has gone from, you know, from Greek and Aramaic to, you know, down the line to English. And we have, you know, old English, you know, from the, you know, 13, 14, 1500s to current modern day English now. And even changing it from the King James Version to, you know, the ESV or the NIV or the NIRV, any of those things, there have been things that have changed and have been lost in translation. You can take a look at Eugene Peterson's The Message, which is a completely different translation of the Bible. All of those things can be looked at differently. But circling back to the beginning here, it is putting our focus on God and getting away from the distractions, getting away from things that are taking us away from His Word so we can understand it. That's why it's so important uh, if you are one that reads the Bible on a daily basis, congratulations to you. That is fantastic. Uh, that is something that every Bible-believing Christian should be doing, is reading portions of the Bible every single day, going through His Word. And even if you've done it before, if you have completed it, if you've read every single word in every single book and chapter of the Bible, that is fantastic. But do you stop there? No. You continue on. You go and do it again. And that's what you should be doing. But as you're doing it, don't just read it to read it. Don't just read it going off of, well, you know, this, this is what my app tells me. I need to be reading, you know, Psalm, Psalm 23 verses, you know, 11 through 30. Or, you know, 1 John 1. All of 1 John 1. You don't just read it. You have to begin to try getting an understanding of it. And the only way we can do that is putting our focus on God. And asking Him for His help. Asking Him for His for help in understanding what He is trying to tell you in that message, in those moments. That is something for a long time I did not do. I've actually been recently starting to do that more of as I'm going into something, asking for God to provide me with the clear heart and the clear mind so I can understand what he is trying to tell me. Because I can tell you from personal experience that whenever I am reading a Bible verse, whenever I am reading a story, a parable, whatever it may be out of the Bible, something that will pop up on my timeline or in a devotion I'm reading or something, it is speaking to me. It is God trying to teach me something. 
every single day. But without asking for that understanding, without asking for him to fill me up with the Holy Spirit so I can completely understand what it is that he is trying to tell me, it's just going to be words that I listen to or words that I read, and it's not going to make any sense as far as how God wants me to understand it. And again, it's that focus. It's putting that focus on what he is trying to tell us. And so much of that comes down to, again, limiting the distractions that you have. One of the things that I am trying to do now, which I have been taught by a couple of different people, is you know, before you even do anything else in the morning, as soon as you wake up, get into prayer with God. Get into prayer with Him immediately before you start doing anything else. Let let speaking with Him and getting in communication with Him be the very first thing that you do of the day. And realistically, it should be the very last thing that you do too. You start with God, you end with God, you have them all throughout the day. But you have them at the beginning and you have them at the end of the day. The other thing I've tried to do, and I've been doing okay with it over the last couple of weeks, is my church has a great app and we have Bible reading that we do every day, well, Monday through Friday, leading up to whatever the sermon's message is going to be. And I am trying to be much more diligent in actually reading that. I get done with my prayer before I check anything else on my phone, before I check my email, any of my social media, any of that, I go immediately to that app. I go immediately to the Bible reading for that day. And I read that and I fill myself up with, with God's Word and what He is trying to tell me. And it doesn't just end there. I continue on. You know, I have a multitude of different devotionals that I get emailed. Um, there's usually one or two that I gravitate to right away uh, just because they are shorter. The Jesus Calling devotion is fantastic, even though I've got the book. I love looking at those emails because it gives a short message and then it gives the Bible verse for the day. Tony Dungy's uh, The Dungy Family Foundation, they send out fantastic ones as well. I read into those. There's a, a number of different ones that I'll gravitate to, and it really, it's different every single day. But it's a, a great habit to get into, because before you know it, that, that routine of that, it's just going to come natural to you, of the first thing you're doing before you wake up, or when you wake up is you're in prayer. Whether it's a silent prayer or it's a spoken prayer, you are starting your day off in communication with the Lord. And then you are reading His Word. You're getting into His Word and doing that. And closing out your day then. Uh, that's a little bit harder for me because I'm one of those people, I need, to have, I need to have some background noise when I'm going to bed. So the TV is on and I get distracted by that. So I haven't been as good at that as I'd like to be. It's something I'm working on. But it's eliminating those distractions. It's putting your focus where it needs to be. And that really is a difficult thing to do as busy and crazy and cluttered of a society that we live in right now. Where, again, 
you know, I am, I am broadcasting this on Periscope right now on a smartphone. I am recording this on an app right now on my iPad. And, well, I call it the Big Van Revival for a reason, because if you're watching this live on Periscope, you know I'm driving. So I got a lot of distractions going on right now. And there's going to be people out there that are saying, well, what, John, why are you doing this? Why are you doing it this way? Well, this is just the way I do it. But again, a multitude of different distractions. But for you to be able to focus on what God's purpose is for you, what God, God's plan is for you, and what he is trying to tell you, you need to eliminate as many of those distractions as you can as you are trying to find out and you are trying to understand what it is that God is speaking to you. I want to thank each and every one of you that has been uh, that is listening to today's podcast. I thank you very much uh, for tuning in. I thank you to my Periscope viewers. Uh, for those of you that are finding me on other areas other than Patreon.com, uh, I encourage you please visit me. Uh, the link should be available on my bio, uh, wherever you are at, or the uh, description of this podcast, but it is patreon.com, that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com backslash John Kurzawa. So the way my name is spelled in this broadcast, that's where you find me on Patreon. Uh, working on some things right there, that is where if you'd like to support this podcast as I'm continuing on with some things, uh, you could do it right there. I would greatly appreciate that. I thank you very much to everybody that is tuning in. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can also find me on Periscope, uh, Periscope TV. I do uh, daily broadcasts of the Big Van Revival. So thank you very much. And as always, remember, God loves you. I love you. Aloha and mahalo. I am John. Thank you very much for tuning in today. Uh, this is episode number two of the Big Van Revival podcast. I'm really excited to be able to have this available now on a multitude of different channels. Uh, Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. So thank you very much for tuning in and joining. <coughs> the focus of today's podcast is really about focusing on what God wants us to do and taking our focus off of things that are unnecessary and putting it where he wants us to be. So many times in life we we get distracted. We get distracted by so many different things, <coughs> excuse me, so many different things in the world, cell phones, television, people, activities, we get so distracted by things and we get so flooded with so much different information as well. So much information that is really so hard for us to discern many times. And what we need to do in the process of all of this is we are taking in all of this information <coughs> is focusing in on what God is trying to communicate to us, what God is trying to tell us in these messages to be able to discern what is right and what is wrong, what is good information and what is not good information. Uh, that, that is really a big thing is information that we are getting is not always correct. It's not always right for us. Um, 
I hate to use this as an example, but I'm going to just because of the time, <laughs> excuse me, the timeliness of it is the midterm elections. We are coming up on elections on Tuesday, and I am not going to be talking about any specific races or anything like that because that's not what this is about. But think about political ads and how much information we get. One party is saying something about their candidate or against somebody else. The other party is saying opposite things and trying to put it against one another. How do you know what is the truth? How do you know what is factual, what is real, and what is not? Well, the same can be said about any other information that is fed into us. But the one thing that we know for certain that is true is that God's word is the truth. Without a doubt, there are no lies in the Bible. God does not speak anything that is untrue. So we should know that whatever is said in the Bible, it is God's word and God's word is the truth. Now, I know there's going to be people out there that <coughs> are going to be disputing that. Well, how do you know it's the truth? It's because it's what I believe. Not that just what I have been taught. It is what I believe in my heart. And there are many Christians that believe the same exact thing. But there are other people that are believers out there. Yes, there is interpretation. Interpretation can be taken in so many different levels. Um, for the podcast listeners right now, I am actually, as I am recording this, I am broadcasting live on Periscope. So there are comments and questions coming in on Periscope. <coughs> And yes, there is interpretation. I actually just got into this discussion with somebody else on Periscope. On somebody else's scope today, we were talking about uh, different pastors and different uh, speakers that, you know, national and global speakers that, you know, are on television, on the internet, you know, on YouTube, whatever it may be. And the way we interpret the Bible everybody's individual interpretation is different that's the thing there are many people that misinterpret what the Bible is saying I'm not saying that I am perfect at because I certainly am not there are many things that I do not understand and I will tend to listen to other people that I think are a little bit smarter than I am, a little bit more versed than I am when it comes to what is in the Bible. And are their interpretations correct? I don't know. But I follow my heart. I follow what I believe God is telling me through through these messages. And I could be wrong. I really could be wrong on a lot of these things. But again, our interpretation you know, thank you for bringing that up. Our interpretation of what is being said in the Bible could be different than what other people think. If you think about it, I was just teaching this a couple of weeks ago to our uh, third through fifth grade boys at church through our WANA program, and we were talking about the Bible. And I said, you know, the interpretation that we read, our church goes with the New International Version, the NIV Version. And that is a version that I don't even know how many times over the last 2,000 years, <coughs> excuse me, that the Bible has been translated. How many different times has it been translated? Dozens? 
hundreds of times? I don't know, I'd have to do some research on that. But over the course of interpretations and you know, changing languages, obviously things get lost in the translation. Anytime you translate something from one language to another, there's something lost in the translation or something that gets changed in the translation. And I can guarantee you <coughs> that has happened with the Bible as well, is that things have changed as it has gone from, you know, from Greek and Aramaic to, you know, down the line to English. And we have, you know, Old English, you know, from the, you know, 13, 14, 1500s to current modern day English now. And even changing it from the King James Version to, you know, the ESV or the NIV or the NIRV. Any of those things, there have been things that have changed and have been lost in translation. You can take a look at Eugene Peterson's The Message, which is a completely different translation of the Bible. All of those things can be looked at differently. But circling back to the beginning here, it is putting our focus on God and getting away from the distractions, getting away from things that are taking us away from His Word so we can understand it. That's why it's so important. Uh, if you are one that reads the Bible on a daily basis, congratulations to you. That is fantastic. Uh, that is something that every Bible-believing Christian should be doing is reading portions of the Bible every single day going through his word and even if you've done it before if you have completed it if you've read every single word in every single book and chapter of the Bible that is fantastic but do you stop there no you continue on you go and do it again and that's what you should be doing but as you're doing it don't just read it to read it don't just read it going off of well, you know, this this is what my app tells me. I need to be reading, you know, Psalm Psalm 23 verses, you know, 11 through 30 or you know, 1 John 1, all of 1 John 1. You don't just read it. You have to begin to try getting an understanding of it. And the only way we can do that is putting our focus on God and asking him for his help, asking him for his for help in understanding what he is trying to tell you in that message, in those moments. That is something for a long time I did not do. I've actually been recently starting to do that more of as I'm going into something, asking for God to provide me with the clear heart and the clear mind so I can understand what he is trying to tell me. Because I can tell you from personal experience that whenever I am reading a Bible verse, whenever I am reading a story, a parable, whatever it may be out of the Bible, something that will pop up on my timeline or in a devotion I'm reading or something, it is speaking to me. It is God trying to teach me something every single day. But without asking for that understanding, without asking for him to fill me up with the Holy Spirit so I can completely understand what it is that he is trying to tell me, 
it's just going to be words that I listen to or words that I read, and it's not going to make any sense as far as how God wants me to understand it. And again, it's that focus. It's putting that focus on what he is trying to tell us. And so much of that comes down to, again, limiting the distractions that you have. One of the things that I am trying to do now, which I have been taught by a couple of different people, is you know, before you even do anything else in the morning, as soon as you wake up, get into prayer with God. Get into prayer with Him immediately before you start doing anything else. Let let speaking with Him and getting in communication with Him be the very first thing that you do of the day. And realistically, it should be the very last thing that you do too. You start with God, you end with God, you have them all throughout the day. But you have them at the beginning and you have them at the end of the day. The other thing I've tried to do, and I've been doing okay with it over the last couple of weeks, is my church has a great app and we have Bible reading that we do every day, well, Monday through Friday, leading up to whatever the sermon's message is going to be. And I am trying to be much more diligent in actually reading that. I get done with my prayer before I check anything else on my phone, before I check my email, any of my social media, any of that, I go immediately to that app. I go immediately to the Bible reading for that day. And I read that and I fill myself up with, with God's Word and what He is trying to tell me. And it doesn't just end there. I continue on. You know, I have a multitude of different devotionals that I get emailed. Um, there's usually one or two that I gravitate to right away uh, just because they are shorter. The Jesus Calling devotion is fantastic, even though I've got the book. I love looking at those emails because it gives a short message and then it gives the Bible verse for the day. Tony Dungy's, uh, the Dungy Family Foundation, they send out fantastic ones as well. I read into those. There's a, a number of different ones that I'll gravitate to, and it really, it's different every single day. But it's a, a great habit to get into, because before you know it, that, that routine of that, it's just going to come natural to you, of the first thing you're doing before you wake up, or when you wake up is you're in prayer. Whether it's a silent prayer or it's a spoken prayer, you are starting your day off in communication with the Lord. And then you are reading His Word. You're getting into His Word and doing that. And closing out your day then. Uh, that's a little bit harder for me because I'm one of those people, I need, to have, I need to have some background noise when I'm going to bed. So the TV is on and I get distracted by that. So I haven't been as good at that as I'd like to be. It's something I'm working on. But it's eliminating those distractions. It's putting your focus where it needs to be. And that really is a difficult thing to do as busy and crazy and cluttered of a society that we live in right now. Where, again, you know, I am... I am broadcasting this on Periscope right now on a smartphone. I am recording this on an app right now on my iPad. And, well, I call it the Big Van Revival for a reason because 
if you're watching this live on Periscope, you know I'm driving. So I got a lot of distractions going on right now. And there's going to be people out there that are saying, well, what, John, why are you doing this? Why are you doing it this way? Well, this is just the way I do it. But again, a multitude of different distractions. But for you to be able to focus on what God's purpose is for you, what God, God's plan is for you, and what he is trying to tell you, you need to eliminate as many of those distractions as you can as you are trying to find out and you are trying to understand what it is that God is speaking to you. I want to thank each and every one of you that has been uh, that is listening to today's podcast. I thank you very much for tuning in. I thank you to my Periscope viewers. Uh, for those of you that are finding me on other areas other than Patreon.com, uh, I encourage you, please visit me. Uh, the link should be available on my bio, uh, wherever you are at, or the uh, description of this podcast, but it is patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash John Kurzawa. So the way my name is spelled in this broadcast, that's where you find me on Patreon. Uh, working on some things right there. That is where, if you'd like to support this podcast as I'm continuing on with some things, uh, you could do it right there. I would greatly appreciate that. I thank you very much to everybody that is tuning in. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can also find me on Periscope, uh, Periscope TV. I do uh, daily broadcasts of the Big Van Revival. So thank you very much. And as always, remember, God loves you. I love you. Aloha and mahalo. I am John. Thank you very much for tuning in today. Uh, this is episode number two of the Big Van Revival podcast. I'm really excited to be able to have this available now on a multitude of different channels. Uh, Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. So thank you very much for tuning in and joining. <coughs> The focus of today's podcast is really about focusing on what God wants us to do and taking our focus off of things that are unnecessary and putting it where he wants us to be. So many times in life we, we get distracted. We get distracted by so many different things, <coughs> excuse me, so many different things in the world cell phones, television, people, activities, we get so distracted by things and we get so flooded with so much different information as well. So much information that is really so hard for us to discern many times. And what we need to do in the process of all this is we are taking in all of this information <coughs> is focusing in on what God is trying to communicate to us, what God is trying to tell us in these messages, to be able to discern what is right and what is wrong, what is good information and what is not good information. Uh, that, that is really a big thing, is information that we are getting is not always correct. It's not always right for us. Um, I hate to use this as an example, but I'm going to just because of the time, excuse me, the timeliness of it is the midterm elections. We are coming up on elections on Tuesday and 
I am not going to be talking about any specific races or anything like that because that's not what this is about. But think about political ads and how much information we get. One party is saying something about their candidate or against somebody else. The other party is saying opposite things and trying to put it against one another. How do you know what is the truth? How do you know what is factual, what is real, and what is not? Well, the same can be said about any other information that is fed into us. But the one thing that we know for certain that is true is that God's word is the truth. Without a doubt, there are no lies in the Bible. God does not speak anything that is untrue. So we should know that whatever is said in the Bible, it is God's word and God's word is the truth. Now, I know there's going to be people out there that <coughs> are going to be disputing that. Well, how do you know it's the truth? It's because it's what I believe. Not that just what I have been taught. It is what I believe in my heart. And there are many Christians that believe the same exact thing. But there are other people that are believers out there. Yes, there is interpretation. Interpretation can be taken in so many different levels. Um, for the podcast listeners right now, I am actually, as I am recording this, I am broadcasting live on Periscope. So there are comments and questions coming in on Periscope. <clears throat> and yes, there is interpretation. I actually just got into this discussion with somebody else on Periscope. On somebody else's scope today, we were talking about uh, different pastors and different uh, speakers that, you know, national and global speakers that, you know, are on television, on the internet, you know, on YouTube, whatever it may be. And the way we interpret the Bible, <coughs> everybody's individual interpretation is different. That's the thing. There are many people that misinterpret what the Bible is saying. I'm not saying that I am perfect at because I certainly am not. There are many things that I do not understand. And I will tend to listen to other people that I think are a little bit smarter than I am, a little bit more versed than I am when it comes to what is in the Bible. And are their interpretations correct? I don't know. But I follow my heart. I follow what I believe God is telling me through through these messages. And I could be wrong. I really could be wrong on a lot of these things. But again, our interpretation, you know, thank you for bringing that up, our interpretation of what is being said in the Bible could be different than what other people think. If you think about it, I was just teaching this a couple of weeks ago to our uh, third through fifth grade boys at church through our WANA program, and we were talking about the Bible. And I said, you know, the interpretation that we read, our church goes with the New International Version, the NIV Version. And that is a version that I don't even know how many times over the last 2,000 years, <coughs> excuse me, that the Bible has been translated. How many different times has it been translated? Dozens? Hundreds of times? I don't know. I'd have to do some research on that. But over the course of interpretations and you know, changing languages, obviously things get lost in the translation. 
Anytime you translate something from one language to another, there's something lost in the translation or something that gets changed in the translation. And I can guarantee you <coughs> that has happened with the Bible as well, is that things have changed as it has gone from, you know, from Greek and Aramaic to, you know, down the line to English. I mean, we have, you know, old English, you know, from the, you know, 13, 14, 1500s to current modern day English now. And even changing it from the King James Version to, you know, the ESV or the NIV or the NIRV. Any of those things, there have been things that have changed and have been lost in translation. You can take a look at Eugene Peterson's The Message, which is a completely different translation of the Bible. All of those things can be looked at differently. But circling back to the beginning here, it is putting our focus on God and getting away from the distractions, getting away from things that are taking us away from His Word so we can understand it. That's why it's so important. Uh, if you are one that reads the Bible on a daily basis, congratulations to you. That is fantastic. Uh, that is something that every Bible-believing Christian should be doing is reading portions of the Bible every single day going through his word and even if you've done it before if you have completed it if you've read every single word in every single book and chapter of the Bible that is fantastic but do you stop there no you continue on you go and do it again and that's what you should be doing but as you're doing it don't just read it to read it don't just read it going off of well, you know, this this is what my app tells me. I need to be reading, you know, Psalm Psalm 23 verses, you know, 11 through 30 or you know, 1 John 1, all of 1 John 1. You don't just read it. You have to begin to try getting an understanding of it. And the only way we could do that is putting our focus on God and asking him for his help, asking him for his for help in understanding what he is trying to tell you in that message, in those moments. That is something for a long time I did not do. I've actually been recently starting to do that more of as I'm going into something, asking for God to provide me with the clear heart and the clear mind so I can understand what he is trying to tell me. Because I can tell you from personal experience that whenever I am reading a Bible verse, whenever I am reading a story, a parable, whatever it may be out of the Bible, something that will pop up on my timeline or in a devotion I'm reading or something, it is speaking to me. It is God trying to teach me something every single day. But without asking for that understanding, without asking for him to fill me up with the Holy Spirit so I can completely understand what it is that he is trying to tell me. It's just going to be words that I listen to or words that I read, and it's not going to make any sense as far as how God wants me to understand it. And again, it's that focus. It's putting that focus on what he is trying to tell us. 
And so much of that comes down to, again, limiting the distractions that you have. One of the things that I am trying to do now, which I have been taught by a couple of different people, is you know, before you even do anything else in the morning, as soon as you wake up, get into prayer with God. Get into prayer with Him immediately before you start doing anything else. Let let speaking with Him and getting in communication with Him be the very first thing that you do of the day. And realistically, it should be the very last thing that you do too. You start with God, you end with God, you have them all throughout the day. But you have them at the beginning and you have them at the end of the day. The other thing I've tried to do, and I've been doing okay with it over the last couple of weeks, is my church has a great app and we have Bible reading that we do every day, well, Monday through Friday, leading up to whatever the sermon's message is going to be. And I am trying to be much more diligent in actually reading that. I get done with my prayer before I check anything else on my phone, before I check my email, any of my social media, any of that, I go immediately to that app. I go immediately to the Bible reading for that day. And I read that and I fill myself up with, with God's Word and what He is trying to tell me. And it doesn't just end there. I continue on. You know, I have a multitude of different devotionals that I get emailed. Um, there's usually one or two that I gravitate to right away uh, just because they are shorter. The Jesus Calling devotion is fantastic, even though I've got the book. I love looking at those emails because it gives a short message and then it gives the Bible verse for the day. Tony Dungy's, uh, the Dungy Family Foundation, they send out fantastic ones as well. I read into those. There's a, a number of different ones that I'll gravitate to, and it really, it's different every single day. But it's a, a great habit to get into, because before you know it, that, that routine of that, it's just going to come natural to you, of the first thing you're doing before you wake up, or when you wake up is you're in prayer. Whether it's a silent prayer or it's a spoken prayer, you are starting your day off in communication with the Lord. And then you are reading His Word. You're getting into His Word and doing that. And closing out your day then. Uh, that's a little bit harder for me because I'm one of those people, I need, to have, I need to have some background noise when I'm going to bed. So the TV is on and I get distracted by that. So I haven't been as good at that as I'd like to be. It's something I'm working on. But it's eliminating those distractions. It's putting your focus where it needs to be. And that really is a difficult thing to do as busy and crazy and cluttered of a society that we live in right now. Where, again, you know, I am... I am broadcasting this on Periscope right now on a smartphone. I am recording this on an app right now on my iPad. And, well, I call it the Big Van Revival for a reason because if you're watching this live on Periscope, you know I'm driving. So I got a lot of distractions going on right now. And there's going to be people out there that are saying, well, what, John, why are you doing this? Why are you doing it this way? Well, this is just the way I do it. But again, 
a multitude of different distractions. But for you to be able to focus on what God's purpose is for you, what God, God's plan is for you, and what he is trying to tell you, you need to eliminate as many of those distractions as you can as you are trying to find out and you are trying to understand what it is that God is speaking to you. I want to thank each and every one of you that has been uh, that is listening to today's podcast. I thank you very much for tuning in. I thank you to my Periscope viewers. Uh, for those of you that are finding me on other areas other than Patreon.com, uh, I encourage you, please visit me. Uh, the link should be available on my bio, uh, wherever you are at, or the uh, description of this podcast, but it is patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash John Kurzawa. So the way my name is spelled in this broadcast, that's where you find me on Patreon. Uh, working on some things right there. That is where if you'd like to support this podcast as I'm continuing on with some things, uh, you could do it right there. I would greatly appreciate that. I thank you very much to everybody that is tuning in. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can also find me on Periscope, uh, Periscope TV. I do uh, daily broadcasts of the Big Van Revival. So thank you very much. And as always, remember, God loves you. I love you. Aloha and mahalo. I am John. Thank you very much for tuning in today. Uh, this is episode number two of the Big Van Revival podcast. I'm really excited to be able to have this available now on a multitude of different channels. Uh, Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. So thank you very much for tuning in and joining. <coughs> The focus of today's podcast is really about focusing on what God wants us to do and taking our focus off of things that are unnecessary and putting it where he wants us to be. So many times in life we, we get distracted. We get distracted by so many different things, <coughs> excuse me, so many different things in the world cell phones, television, people, activities, we get so distracted by things and we get so flooded with so much different information as well. So much information that is really so hard for us to discern many times. And what we need to do in the process of all this is we are taking in all this information <coughs> is focusing in on what God is trying to communicate to us, what God is trying to tell us in these messages, to be able to discern what is right and what is wrong, what is good information and what is not good information. Uh, that, that is really a big thing, is information that we are getting is not always correct. It's not always right for us. Um, I hate to use this as an example, but I'm going to just because of the time, excuse me, the timeliness of it is the midterm elections. We are coming up on elections on Tuesday, and I am not going to be talking about any specific races or anything like that because that's not what this is about. But think about political ads and how much information we get. One party is saying something about their candidate or against somebody else. The other party is saying opposite things and trying to put it 
against one another. How do you know what is the truth? How do you know what is factual, what is real, and what is not? Well, the same can be said about any other information that is fed into us. But the one thing that we know for certain that is true is that God's word is the truth. Without a doubt, there are no lies in the Bible. God does not speak anything that is untrue. So we should know that whatever is said in the Bible, it is God's word and God's word is the truth. Now, I know there's going to be people out there that <coughs> are going to be disputing that. Well, how do you know it's the truth? It's because it's what I believe. Not that just what I have been taught. It is what I believe in my heart. And there are many Christians that believe the same exact thing. But there are other people that are believers out there. Yes, there is interpretation. Interpretation can be taken in so many different levels. Um, for the podcast listeners right now, I am actually, as I am recording this, I am broadcasting live on Periscope. So there are comments and questions coming in on Periscope. <clears throat> and yes, there is interpretation. I actually just got into this discussion with somebody else on Periscope. On somebody else's scope today, we were talking about uh, different pastors and different uh, speakers that, you know, national and global speakers that, you know, are on television, on the internet, you know, on YouTube, whatever it may be. And the way we interpret the Bible, everybody's individual interpretation is different. That's the thing. There are many people that misinterpret what the Bible is saying. I'm not saying that I am perfect at because I certainly am not. There are many things that I do not understand. And I will tend to listen to other people that I think are a little bit smarter than I am, a little bit more versed than I am when it comes to what is in the Bible. And Are their interpretations correct? I don't know. But I follow my heart. I follow what I believe God is telling me through through these messages. And I could be wrong. I really could be wrong on a lot of these things. But again, our interpretation, you know, thank you for bringing that up. Our interpretation of what is being said in the Bible could be different than what other people think. If you think about it, I was just teaching this a couple of weeks ago to our uh, third through fifth grade boys at church through our WANA program, and we were talking about the Bible. And I said, you know, the interpretation that we read, our church goes with the New International Version, the NIV Version. And that is a version that I don't even know how many times over the last 2,000 years, <coughs> excuse me, that the Bible has been translated. How many different times has it been translated? Dozens? Hundreds of times? I don't know. I'd have to do some research on that. But over the course of interpretations and you know, changing languages, obviously things get lost in the translation. Anytime you translate something from one language to another, there's something lost in the translation or something that gets changed in the translation. And I can guarantee you that has happened with the Bible as well, is that things have changed as it has gone from 
you know, from Greek and Aramaic to, you know, down the line to English. And we have, you know, Old English, you know, from the, you know, 13, 14, 1500s to current modern day English now. And even changing it from the King James Version to, you know, the ESV or the NIV or the NIRV. Any of those things, there have been things that have changed and have been lost in translation. You can take a look at Eugene Peterson's The Message, which is a completely different translation of the Bible. All of those things can be looked at differently. But circling back to the beginning here, it is putting our focus on God and getting away from the distractions, getting away from things that are taking us away from His Word so we can understand it. That's why it's so important. Uh, if you are one that reads the Bible on a daily basis, congratulations to you. That is fantastic. Uh, that is something that every Bible-believing Christian should be doing is reading portions of the Bible every single day going through his word and even if you've done it before if you have completed it if you've read every single word in every single book and chapter of the Bible that is fantastic but do you stop there no you continue on you go and do it again and that's what you should be doing but as you're doing it don't just read it to read it. Don't just read it going off of, well, you know, this this is what my app tells me. I need to be reading, you know, Psalm Psalm 23 verses, you know, 11 through 30 or you know, 1 John 1, all of 1 John 1. You don't just read it. You have to begin to try getting an understanding of it. And the only way we can do that is putting our focus on God. And asking him for his help, asking him for his for help in understanding what he is trying to tell you in that message, in those moments. That is something for a long time I did not do. I've actually been recently starting to do that more of as I'm going into something, asking for God to provide me with the clear heart and the clear mind so I can understand what he is trying to tell me. Because I can tell you from personal experience that whenever I am reading a Bible verse, whenever I am reading a story, a parable, whatever it may be out of the Bible, something that will pop up on my timeline or in a devotion I'm reading or something, it is speaking to me. It is God trying to teach me something every single day but without asking for that understanding without asking for him to fill me up with the Holy Spirit so I can completely understand what it is that he is trying to tell me it's just going to be words that I listen to or words that I read and it's not going to make any sense as far as how God wants me to understand it and again it's that focus it's putting that focus on what he is trying to tell us. And so much of that comes down to, again, limiting the distractions that you have. One of the things that I am trying to do now, which I have been taught by a couple of different people, is you know, before you even do anything else in the morning, as soon as you wake up, 
get into prayer with God. Get into prayer with Him immediately before you start doing anything else. Let let speaking with Him and getting in communication with Him be the very first thing that you do of the day. And realistically, it should be the very last thing that you do too. You start with God, you end with God, you have them all throughout the day. But you have them at the beginning, and you have them at the end of the day. The other thing I've tried to do, and I've been doing okay with it over the last couple of weeks, is my church has a great app, and we have Bible reading that we do every day, well, Monday through Friday, leading up to whatever the sermon's message is going to be. And I am trying to be much more diligent in actually reading that I get done with my prayer before I check anything else on my phone, before I check my email, any of my social media, any of that, I go immediately to that app. I go immediately to the Bible reading for that day. And I read that and I fill myself up with with God's Word and what He is trying to tell me. And it doesn't just end there. I continue on. You know, I have a multitude of different devotionals that I get emailed. Um, there's usually one or two that I gravitate to right away uh, just because they are shorter. The Jesus Calling devotion is fantastic, even though I've got the book. I love looking at those emails because it gives a short message, and then it gives the Bible verse for the day. Uh, Tony Dungy's uh, The Dungy Family Foundation, they send out fantastic ones as well. I read into those. There's a a number of different ones that I'll gravitate to, and it really, it's different every single day. But it's a, a great habit to get into, because before you know it, that that routine of that, it's just going to come natural to you, of the first thing you're doing before you wake up, or when you wake up, is you're in prayer, whether it's a silent prayer or it's a spoken prayer. You are starting your day off in communication with the Lord, and then you are reading His Word. You're getting into His Word and doing that, and closing out your day then. Uh, That's a little bit harder for me because I'm one of those people, I need to have I need to have some background noise when I'm going to bed, so the TV is on and I get distracted by that. So I haven't been as good at that as I'd like to be. It's something I'm working on. But it's eliminating those distractions. It's putting your focus where it needs to be. And that really is a difficult thing to do as busy and crazy and cluttered of a society that we live in right now where, again, you know, I am, I am broadcasting this on Periscope right now on a smartphone. I am recording this on an app right now on my iPad. And, well, I call it the Big Van Revival for a reason, because if you're watching this live on Periscope, you know I'm driving. So I got a lot of distractions going on right now. And there's going to be people out there that are saying, well, what, John, why are you doing this? Why are you doing it this way? Well, this is just the way I do it. But again, a multitude of different distractions. But for you to be able to focus on what God's purpose is for you, what God, God's plan is for you, and what he is trying to tell you, you need to eliminate as many of those distractions as you can as you are trying to find out and you are trying to understand what it is that God is speaking to you.
I want to thank each and every one of you that has been uh, that is listening to today's podcast. I thank you very much for tuning in. I thank you to my Periscope viewers. Uh, for those of you that are finding me on other areas other than Patreon.com, uh, I encourage you please visit me. Uh, the link should be available on my bio, uh, wherever you are at, or the uh, description of this podcast, but it is patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash John Kurzawa. So the way my name is spelled in this broadcast, that's where you find me on Patreon. Uh, working on some things right there, that is where if you'd like to support this podcast as I'm continuing on with some things, uh, you could do it right there. I would greatly appreciate that. I thank you very much to everybody that is tuning in. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can also find me on Periscope, uh, Periscope TV. I do uh, daily broadcasts of the Big Van Revival. So thank you very much. And as always, remember, God loves you. I love you. Aloha and mahalo. I am John. Thank you very much for tuning in today. Uh, this is episode number two of the Big Van Revival podcast. I'm really excited to be able to have this available now on a multitude of different channels. Uh, Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. So thank you very much for tuning in and joining. <coughs> the focus of today's podcast is really about focusing on what God wants us to do and taking our focus off of things that are unnecessary and putting it where he wants us to be. So many times in life we we get distracted. We get distracted by so many different things. <coughs> Excuse me. So many different things in the world. Cell phones, television, people, activities. We get so distracted by things and we get so flooded with so much different information as well. So much information that is really so hard for us to discern many times. And what we need to do in the process of all this is we are taking in all of this information <coughs> is focusing in on what God is trying to communicate to us, what God is trying to tell us in these messages to be able to discern what is right and what is wrong, what is good information and what is not good information. Uh, that, that is really a big thing is information that we are getting is not always correct. It's not always right for us. Um, I, I hate to use this as an example, but I'm going to just because of the time, <coughs> excuse me, the timeliness of it is the midterm elections. We are coming up on elections on Tuesday, and I am not going to be talking about any specific races or anything like that because that's not what this is about. But think about political ads and how much information we get. One party is saying something about their candidate or against somebody else. The other party is saying opposite things and trying to put it against one another. How do you know what is the truth? How do you know what is factual, what is real, and what is not? Well, the same can be said about any other information that is fed into us. But the one thing that we know for certain that is true is that God's Word is the truth. 
without a doubt, there are no lies in the Bible. God does not speak anything that is untrue. So we should know that whatever is said in the Bible, it is God's word and God's word is the truth. Now, I know there's going to be people out there that <coughs> are going to be disputing that. Well, how do you know it's the truth? It's because it's what I believe. Not that just what I have been taught. It is what I believe in my heart. And there are many Christians that believe the same exact thing. But there are other people that are believers out there. Yes, there is interpretation. Interpretation can be taken in so many different levels. Um, for the podcast listeners right now, I am actually, as I am recording this, I am broadcasting live on Periscope. So there are comments and questions coming in on Periscope. <clears throat> and yes, there is interpretation. I actually just got into this discussion with somebody else on Periscope. On somebody else's scope today, we were talking about uh, different pastors and different uh, speakers that, you know, national and global speakers that, you know, are on television, on the internet, you know, on YouTube, whatever it may be. And the way we interpret the Bible, everybody's individual interpretation is different. That's the thing. There are many people that misinterpret what the Bible is saying. I'm not saying that I am perfect at because I certainly am not. There are many things that I do not understand. And I will tend to listen to other people that I think are a little bit smarter than I am, a little bit more versed than I am when it comes to what is in the Bible. And are their interpretations correct? I don't know. But I follow my heart. I follow what I believe God is telling me through through these messages. And I could be wrong. I really could be wrong on a lot of these things. But again, our interpretation, you know, thank you for bringing that up. Our interpretation of what is being said in the Bible could be different than what other people think. If you think about it, I was just teaching this a couple of weeks ago to our uh, third through fifth grade boys at church through our WANA program, and we were talking about the Bible. And I said, you know, the interpretation that we read, our church goes with the New International Version, the NIV Version. And that is a version that I don't even know how many times over the last 2,000 years, <coughs> excuse me, that the Bible has been translated. How many different times has it been translated? Dozens? Hundreds of times? I don't know. I'd have to do some research on that. But over the course of interpretations and you know, changing languages, obviously things get lost in the translation. Anytime you translate something from one language to another, there's something lost in the translation or something that gets changed in the translation. And I can guarantee you that has happened with the Bible as well, is that things have changed as it has gone from, you know, from Greek and Aramaic to, you know, down the line to English. And we have, you know, old English, you know, from the, you know, 13, 14, 1500s to current modern day English now. 
and even changing it from the King James Version to, you know, the ESV or the NIV or the NIRV, any of those things, there have been things that have changed and have been lost in translation. You can take a look at Eugene Peterson's The Message, which is a completely different translation of the Bible. All of those things can be looked at differently. But circling back to the beginning here, it is putting our focus on God and getting away from the distractions, getting away from things that are taking us away from his word so we can understand it. That's why it's so important. Uh, if you are one that reads the Bible on a daily basis, congratulations to you. That is fantastic. Uh, that is something that every Bible-believing Christian should be doing is reading portions of the Bible every single day, going through his word. And even if you've done it before, if you have completed it, if you've read every single word in every single book and chapter of the Bible, that is fantastic. But do you stop there? No. You continue on, you go and do it again. And that's what you should be doing. But as you're doing it, don't just read it to read it. Don't just read it going off of, well, you know, this this is what my app tells me. I need to be reading, you know, Psalm Psalm 23 verses, you know, 11 through 30 or you know, 1 John 1, all of 1 John 1. You don't just read it. You have to begin to try getting an understanding of it. And the only way we could do that is putting our focus on God. And asking him for his help, asking him for his for help in understanding what he is trying to tell you in that message, in those moments. That is something for a long time I did not do. I've actually been recently starting to do that more of as I'm going into something, asking for God to provide me with the clear heart and the clear mind so I can understand what he is trying to tell me. Because I can tell you from personal experience that whenever I am reading a Bible verse, whenever I am reading a story, a parable, whatever it may be out of the Bible, something that will pop up on my timeline or in a devotion I'm reading or something, it is speaking to me. It is God trying to teach me something every single day but without asking for that understanding without asking for him to fill me up with the holy spirit so i can completely understand what it is that he is trying to tell me it's just going to be words that i listen to or words that i read and it's not going to make any sense as far as how god wants me to understand it and again it's that focus it's putting that focus on what he is trying to tell us. And so much of that comes down to, again, limiting the distractions that you have. One of the things that I am trying to do now, which I have been taught by a couple of different people, is you know, before you even do anything else in the morning, as soon as you wake up, get into prayer with God. Get into prayer with him immediately before you start doing anything else. Let, let speaking with him and getting in communication with him be the very first thing that you do of the day. 
And realistically, it should be the very last thing that you do, too. You start with God, you end with God, you have them all throughout the day. But you have them at the beginning, and you have them at the end of the day. The other thing I've tried to do, and I've been doing okay with it over the last couple of weeks, is my church has a great app, and we have Bible reading that we do every day, well, Monday through Friday, leading up to whatever the sermon's message is going to be. And I am trying to be much more diligent in actually reading that. I get done with my prayer before I check anything else on my phone, before I check my email, any of my social media, any of that. I go immediately to that app. I go immediately to the Bible reading for that day. And I read that and I fill myself up with, with God's Word and what He is trying to tell me. And it doesn't just end there. I continue on. You know, I have a multitude of different devotionals that I get emailed. Um, there's usually one or two that I gravitate to right away uh, just because they are shorter. The Jesus Calling devotion is fantastic, even though I've got the book. I love looking at those emails because it gives a short message and then it gives the Bible verse for the day. Tony Dungy's, uh, the Dungy Family Foundation, they send out fantastic ones as well. I read into those. There's a, a number of different ones that I'll gravitate to, and it really, it's different every single day. But it's a, a great habit to get into, because before you know it, that, that routine of that, it's just going to come natural to you, of the first thing you're doing before you wake up, or when you wake up is you're in prayer. Whether it's a silent prayer or it's a spoken prayer, you are starting your day off in communication with the Lord. And then you are reading His Word. You're getting into His Word and doing that. And closing out your day then. Uh, that's a little bit harder for me because I'm one of those people, I need, to have, I need to have some background noise when I'm going to bed. So the TV is on and I get distracted by that. So I haven't been as good at that as I'd like to be. It's something I'm working on. But it's eliminating those distractions. It's putting your focus where it needs to be. And that really is a difficult thing to do as busy and crazy and cluttered of a society that we live in right now. Where, again, you know, I am... I am broadcasting this on Periscope right now on a smartphone. I am recording this on an app right now on my iPad. And, well, I call it the Big Van Revival for a reason because if you're watching this live on Periscope, you know I'm driving. So I got a lot of distractions going on right now. And there's going to be people out there that are saying, well, what, John, why are you doing this? Why are you doing it this way? Well, this is just the way I do it. But again, a multitude of different distractions. But for you to be able to focus on what God's purpose is for you, what God, God's plan is for you, and what He is trying to tell you, you need to eliminate as many of those distractions as you can as you are trying to find out and you are trying to understand what it is that God is speaking to you. I want to thank each and every one of you that has been... Uh, that is listening to today's podcast. I thank you very much for tuning in. I thank you to my Periscope viewers. Uh, for those of you that are finding me on other areas other than patreon.com, 
uh, I encourage you, please visit me. Uh, the link should be available on my bio, uh, wherever you are at, or the uh, description of this podcast, but it is patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash John Kurzawa. So the way my name is spelled in this broadcast, that's where you find me on Patreon. Uh, working on some things right there. That is where if you'd like to support this podcast as I'm continuing on with some things, uh, you could do it right there. I would greatly appreciate that. I thank you very much to everybody that is tuning in. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can also find me on Periscope, uh, Periscope TV. I do uh, daily broadcasts of the Big Van Revival. So thank you very much. And as always, remember, God loves you. I love you. Aloha and mahalo. I am John. Thank you very much for tuning in today. Uh, this is episode number two of the Big Van Revival podcast. I'm really excited to be able to have this available now on a multitude of different channels. Uh, Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. So thank you very much for tuning in and joining <coughs> The focus of today's podcast is really about focusing on what God wants us to do and taking our focus off of things that are unnecessary and putting it where he wants us to be. So many times in life we we get distracted. We get distracted by so many different things. <coughs> Excuse me. So many different things in the world cell phones, television, people, activities. We get so distracted by things and we get so flooded with so much different information as well. So much information that is really so hard for us to discern many times. And what we need to do in the process of all this is we are taking in all of this information <coughs> is focusing in on what God is trying to communicate to us, what God is trying to tell us in these messages, to be able to discern what is right and what is wrong, what is good information and what is not good information. Uh, that, that is really a big thing, is information that we are getting is not always correct. It's not always right for us. Um, I hate to use this as an example, but I'm going to just because of the time, excuse me, the timeliness of it is the midterm elections. We are coming up on elections on Tuesday, and I am not going to be talking about any specific races or anything like that because that's not what this is about. But think about political ads and how much information we get. One party is saying something about their candidate or against somebody else. The other party is saying opposite things and trying to put it against one another. How do you know what is the truth? How do you know what is factual, what is real, and what is not? Well, the same can be said about any other information that is fed into us. But the one thing that we know for certain that is true is that God's word is the truth. Without a doubt, there are no lies in the Bible. God does not speak anything that is untrue. 
So we should know that whatever is said in the Bible, it is God's Word, and God's Word is the truth. Now, I know there's going to be people out there that <coughs> are going to be disputing that. Well, how do you know it's the truth? It's because it's what I believe. Not that just what I have been taught. It is what I believe in my heart. And there are many Christians that believe the same exact thing. But there are other people that are believers out there. Yes, there is interpretation. Interpretation can be taken in so many different levels. Um, for the podcast listeners right now, I am actually, as I am recording this, I am broadcasting live on Periscope. So there are comments and questions coming in on Periscope. <coughs> and yes, there is interpretation. I actually just got into this discussion with somebody else on Periscope, on somebody else's scope today. We were talking about uh, different pastors and different uh, speakers that, you know, national and global speakers that, you know, are on television, on the Internet, you know, on YouTube, whatever it may be. And the way we interpret the Bible, <coughs> everybody's individual interpretation is different. That's the thing. There are many people that misinterpret what the Bible is saying. I'm not saying that I am perfect at because I certainly am not. There are many things that I do not understand. And I will tend to listen to other people that I think are a little bit smarter than I am, a little bit more versed than I am when it comes to what is in the Bible. And Are their interpretations correct? I don't know. But I follow my heart. I follow what I believe God is telling me through through these messages. And I could be wrong. I really could be wrong on a lot of these things. But again, our interpretation, you know, thank you for bringing that up. Our interpretation of what is being said in the Bible could be different than what other people think. If you think about it, I was just teaching this a couple of weeks ago to our uh, third through fifth grade boys at church through our WANA program, and we were talking about the Bible. And I said, you know, the interpretation that we read, our church goes with the New International Version, the NIV Version. And that is a version that I don't even know how many times over the last 2,000 years, <coughs> excuse me, that the Bible has been translated. How many different times has it been translated? Dozens? Hundreds of times? I don't know. I'd have to do some research on that. But over the course of interpretations and you know, changing languages, obviously things get lost in the translation. Anytime you translate something from one language to another, there's something lost in the translation or something that gets changed in the translation. And I can guarantee you that has happened with the Bible as well, is that things have changed as it has gone from, you know, from Greek and Aramaic to, you know, down the line to English. And we have, you know, old English, you know, from the, you know, 13, 14, 1500s to current modern day English now. And even changing it from the King James Version to, you know, the ESV or the NIV or the NIRV. Any of those things, there have been things that have ch 
changed and have been lost in translation. You could take a look at Eugene Peterson's The Message, which is a completely different translation of the Bible. All of those things can be looked at differently. But circling back to the beginning here, it is putting our focus on God and getting away from the distractions, getting away from things that are taking us away from His Word so we can understand it. That's why it's so important. Uh, if you are one that reads the Bible on a daily basis, congratulations to you. That is fantastic. Uh, that is something that every Bible-believing Christian should be doing is reading portions of the Bible every single day, going through His Word. And even if you've done it before, if you have completed it, if you've read every single word in every single book and chapter of the Bible, that is fantastic. But do you stop there? No. You continue on, you go and do it again. And that's what you should be doing. But as you're doing it, don't just read it to read it. Don't just read it going off of, well, you know, this, this is what my app tells me. I need to be reading, you know, Psalm, Psalm 23 verses, you know, 11 through 30. Or, you know, 1 John 1, all of 1 John 1. You don't just read it. You have to begin to try getting an understanding of it. And the only way we can do that is putting our focus on God. And asking Him for His help, asking Him for His for help in understanding what He is trying to tell you in that message, in those moments. That is something for a long time I did not do. I've actually been recently starting to do that more of, as I'm going into something, asking for God to provide me with the clear heart and the clear mind so I can understand what he is trying to tell me. Because I can tell you from personal experience that whenever I am reading a Bible verse, whenever I am reading a story, a parable, whatever it may be out of the Bible, something that will pop up on my timeline or in a devotion I'm reading or something, it is speaking to me. It is God trying to teach me something every single day but without asking for that understanding without asking for him to fill me up with the Holy Spirit so I can completely understand what it is that he is trying to tell me it's just going to be words that I listen to or words that I read and it's not going to make any sense as far as how God wants me to understand it and again it's that focus it's putting that focus on what he is trying to tell us. And so much of that comes down to, again, limiting the distractions that you have. One of the things that I am trying to do now, which I have been taught by a couple of different people, is you know, before you even do anything else in the morning, as soon as you wake up, get into prayer with God. Get into prayer with him immediately before you start doing anything else. Let, let speaking with him and getting in communication with him be the very first thing that you do of the day. And realistically, it should be the very last thing that you do too. You start with God, you end with God, you have them all throughout the day. But you have them at the beginning and you have them at the end of the day. 
The other thing I've tried to do, and I've been doing okay with it over the last couple of weeks, is my church has a great app, and we have Bible reading that we do every day, well, Monday through Friday, leading up to whatever the sermon's message is going to be. And I am trying to be much more diligent in actually reading that. I get done with my prayer before I check anything else on my phone, before I check my email, any of my social media, any of that. I go immediately to that app. I go immediately to the Bible reading for that day. And I read that and I fill myself up with with God's Word and what He is trying to tell me. And it doesn't just end there. I continue on. You know, I have a multitude of different devotionals that I get emailed. Um, there's usually one or two that I gravitate to right away uh, just because they are shorter. The Jesus Calling devotion is fantastic, even though I've got the book. I love looking at those emails because it gives a short message, and then it gives the Bible verse for the day. Uh, Tony Dungy's uh, The Dungy Family Foundation, they send out fantastic ones as well. I read into those. There's a, a number of different ones that I'll gravitate to, and it really, it's different every single day. But it's a, a great habit to get into, because before you know it, that that routine of that, it's just going to come natural to you, of the first thing you're doing before you wake up, or when you wake up, is you're in prayer, whether it's a silent prayer or it's a spoken prayer. You are starting your day off in communication with the Lord. And then you are reading His Word. You're getting into His Word and doing that. And closing out your day then. Uh, that's a little bit harder for me because I'm one of those people. I need, to have, I need to have some background noise when I'm going to bed. So the TV is on and I get distracted by that. So I haven't been as good at that as I'd like to be. It's something I'm working on. But it's eliminating those distractions. It's putting your focus where it needs to be. And that really is a difficult thing to do as busy and crazy and cluttered of a society that we live in right now. Where, again, you know, I am, I am broadcasting this on Periscope right now on a smartphone. I am recording this on an app right now on my iPad. And, well, I call it the Big Van Revival for a reason, because if you're watching this live on Periscope, you know I'm driving. So I got a lot of distractions going on right now. And there's going to be people out there that are saying, well, what, John, why are you doing this? Why are you doing it this way? Well, this is just the way I do it. But again, a multitude of different distractions. But for you to be able to focus on what God's purpose is for you, what God, God's plan is for you and what he is trying to tell you, you need to eliminate as many of those distractions as you can as you are trying to find out and you are trying to understand what it is that God is speaking to you. I want to thank each and every one of you that has been uh, that is listening to today's podcast. I thank you very much for tuning in. I thank you to my Periscope viewers. Uh, for those of you that are finding me on other areas other than Patreon.com, uh, I encourage you, please visit me. Uh, the link should be available on my bio, uh, wherever you are at, or the uh, description 
of this podcast, but it is patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash John Kurzawa. So the way my name is spelled in this broadcast, that's where you find me on Patreon. Uh, working on some things right there. That is where if you'd like to support this podcast as I'm continuing on with some things, uh, you could do it right there. I would greatly appreciate that. I thank you very much to everybody that is tuning in. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can also find me on Periscope, uh, Periscope TV. I do uh, daily broadcasts of the Big Van Revival. So thank you very much. And as always, remember, God loves you. I love you. Aloha and mahalo.